Hey everybody and welcome along to this week's edition of the Irish Golfer Podcast brought to you as always in association with KPMG. Peter Finnan here and joined as always by JC, John Craven. There you go. That was a different intro now, for even for we you. We have to mix it up. Peter yeah. Finnan here. I miss the days when you used to say, the great John Craven. The great John Craven. Yeah, you used to give me so much confidence going into a podcast. <laughs> now I just go into it like any old pleb. Well, speaking of greats, we had two of the greats battling it out last night. Yeah. Huh? Two stand-up guys. Big one from America. Yeah, I, don't, I think I like Patrick Cantley, even though he's dull as dishwater. But like, I think he's all right. Like. He's like cardboard. He's he kind of looks dead. So I saw someone comment that on Twitter, like he's so pale, very yeah. very pale for an American golfer who plays in the sun constantly. He's the palest man I've ever seen. Well, we're getting stuck into the PGA Tour straight away, anyway. But Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> where, where else we're to start? start? Yeah, no, it was. Do you know what? It was. Um, it's a bit of a strange event. Like I, I, I got into it as I got deeper into the event. You know, it's it's not the type of golf that excites me. It's just it's driving range golf. It's just bomb gouge putt. It was, yeah, it was it was pretty crap up until the playoff. But I, I got into it. I got into it. It wasn't wasn't great. It was kind of like like yeah, you're just waiting till the last quarter of a game or whatever to see what the score is, and then you'll either get into it or you won't. And it just so happened that two boys were neck and neck down the stretch. They pulled away from the field. I was saying to you earlier, like if one of them had won or was winning by five, like that tournament would have just been a write-off, like, from the get-go. But the fact that two of them, kind of, they made the tournament in the end. Yeah, big time. Like, you had some cameos coming in. Rory got involved, like, from a distance a little bit. We'll talk about him in a little bit again. But, like, I nearly turned it off when when Cantley put it in the water on 17. I, I was very close. When I put the kettle on, I was like, right, bedtime. Golf Twitter said bedtime. Yeah. They thought it was over. Bedtime. And that, that's when it all got started. That's when we got to discover again that, Bryson can't chip and Cantley can put. Yeah, can't. But can Bryson not chip? Like this seems like a new. It, this week he definitely decided that he couldn't chip. He was just going to put from everywhere. I used to think he was pretty solid. Oh no, really? He was there. really solid. It was just it, it showed up. A few little frailties showed up yesterday. That was it. The going into the water thing. The reaction was gas of the fans. <laughs> like he gets some amount of abuse. You wouldn't see many players hit the ball into the water and get it like. Properly heckled and cheered and stuff. The crowd loved it. Absolutely I was, loved it. and it was like Jerry Springer. The crowd, like it was just Paddy, Paddy, it was Paddy, wild. Paddy Ice, it, Paddy common. Ice. Yeah, that was a good one actually. <laughs> I think the Ryder Cup's gonna be insane with the crowd. Like the US fans, yeah. like even since emerging from lockdown, are worse than ever, and they're yeah. already like pretty bad. <laughs> they're already. already on the piss, getting ready oh, for it. Like it's def- like at the minute you have this velvet rope kind of like separating a player from the crowd, but I can definitely see handbags happening between. It'll players spill over. Oh, it's like on the brink already. The Americans could start just kicking the crap over each other. Oh. Like Cantley, there was no love lost with those guys last night, Cantley and Bryce. And I know a lot of it's self-inflicted, but even before Bryson called them out on like 13 or 14 for walking, oh, can you please stop there? Stop. He didn't yeah. say please, though. No, you he didn't say please. Walking, Patrick. He stopped walking, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was just a horrible thing to do. Like, they were on the clock already. It was quality. The fact that he doesn't even say please and all just kind of is a little another insight into they barely shook hands. not being a very nice man. Like, I know, and that's hard. Like even shaking hands, they were not looking at each other when shirt. they were done. Yeah, well, Bryson that's is a, a hard master. Skill. He is a master. Remember, he did it in the European tour, and then he came out and apologized. Who was it? It was like Richard Bland or one of them. He did it like three or four years ago. Came across, played, and 
threw the tournament away, lost it to, I think, it wasn't Richard Bland, it was someone of that ilk, like an older generation yeah. European tour player. Just can't come, not coming to me now, but he literally just rinsed him walking off the green. Didn't look, looking at the ground, just hand out, yeah, good luck, boy. And got absolutely poleaxed and had to come out and apologise. Like, not but nice. La- he has it mastered now. He has it mastered. He's, he's an absolute creep. Yeah. <laughs> of the handshake and he just waits like, for the touch and then he's yeah, gone yeah he's like. gone like he's already looking at the caddy to say okay how could, do I really have to shake his hand yeah like while the player's still coming at and you yeah like, in fairness to him I saw he gave a, like a kid his hat and he gave another one his ball as he was walking off like I thought he was in a proper hook yeah, but he did that's the typical Phil Mickelson I'm going to stay in sign for everybody I'm such a nice guy I, when I, really uh, behind it all you're an arsehole <laughs> <laughs> Poor Phil, but I totally agree about Mickelson. So yeah, yeah. No, he but I you did. <laughs> well, he didn't let me. He let me down as an adult, but as a kid, yeah, he I idolised him. But Bryson, when he was walking off after that incident as well, I saw some guy writing about it. Kevin Van Valkenburg of ESPN, I think he is. And um, Bryson was like marching towards the scores or the clubhouse or whatever it was, and then there was someone outside the ropes. Like it was that kind of quiet. Like there's only a few people around, kind of thing. And the guy was like, "Good job, Bruxy." <laughs> Like straight, and Bryson apparently did a really sharp 180 turn and was like, like it looked like he was about to march like through the rope and go for your man. And then he was like, you know what, actually, just get the, out of here. Really? And he got a police officer to escort your man out. It's some 12-year-old kid. Probably like, a kid, yeah. <laughs> like standing yeah, there with his, his McDonald's milkshake. Please don't have Brooksy. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's very, uh, it's crazy watching Bryson because I definitely have decided that he's such a great thing for golf now. Like he's yeah. he's brilliant. He's box office, but he's just so hard to like. I I I like him on. It's I, I find myself just struggling week in week out with him. I I want to like him, you know. I loved him when he did what he did on Bay Hill, and he's chasing it down. And he's moving the needle like that. Last night was close, you know. Do you get the crowd interaction? He's pulling the driver on the first and holding it up over his head. People are cheering and roaring. Yeah, and he you was want to see that, that as well. He was yeah. breaking his whole laugh and interacting yeah. with him. And but then as the tournament got deeper, I don't know. He showed a lot of disrespect to Patrick Cantley, like that one thing. Stop telling him not to walk, and I think that got into Bryson's head, and it gave Cantley the bit between his teeth, like I'm going to gut you, and I'm going to gut you on the greens where I know I can gut you. A lot of people are saying it was the Michael Jordan reaction of I took that personally. Absolutely, absolutely, and like Cantley was God. On the greens. Yeah, it's, like, it was amazing. When you strip it back, it's taken the greatest putting performance since stats began. Strokes gained stats. Like, I think he was looking at here, plus 14.5 for the week in uh, strokes gained putting. He made 537.5 feet of putts for the week. It's insane. Like, no one has broken over 500 since back since stats began since 2003 yeah and that's everywhere. a bit of like and like you're talking Jordan Speed, well. Tiger yeah. all that sort of stuff yeah yeah so like it took that to force Bryson to a playoff so you have to give Bryson a bit of credit I think you give him huge credit and even the way he drove that was the first time I've ever seen him like with this new driving um what that show that he goes on with or whatever where he was actually just bending down and picking up the tee after a shot like he's normally so out of control like he's trying to find the ball himself doesn't know where it's going this time he was just all over it, apart from that, whatever hole it was, the fourth playoff hole or whatever, when he leaked to right. And but like, the advantage is unbelievable. Like oh. It was really uh, like evident that Cantley's not that short. Like. No, but Cantley's hitting like six irons into par fours and 
Bryson's hitting nine iron wages. Now his nine iron wages are like yeah, angled, down seriously juiced. Yeah, like you know whatever about Bryson missing the Olympics, his his clubs <laughs> definitely wouldn't have made the Olympics. Yeah, um, like seriously juiced when you look at the lofts and the lies and all that. But at the same time, yeah, it's a huge advantage to have that sort of loft going into par fours. And he didn't make a pay when when like when Cantley was holding putts and literally hunting them down those last few and putting them under pressure, every chance Bryson had, he pulled. Yeah. He was pulling putts It started everywhere. when he had that putt for the 59 on whatever day it was. When was that, Friday? Friday, yeah. Um, and he misses it by like six inches left. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Like he clearly, the pressure got to him. And then it was the exact same with that putt um, to win. Like you, you just knew he was rattled. And yeah, I just had a feeling that Cantley was winning that playoff no matter what. Um, it just got to a point where he just seemed so at ease and calm and he seemed to really be enjoying it and Bryson just didn't. Yeah, the reactions of the two, like there was zero reaction from Cantley. Like you say, he was like a corpse. Like just literally there's 10,000 people around the green. When he holed on the 72nd hole that long birdie put to put pressure on and like literally he tipped his cap. That's it. Like... I would have lost I my shit man, on the green. Like that little stream thing running up. That's it. I, I can't swim, but I'm in there. Yeah. Like, there but was no, he, no emotion. Them. No, but no emotion. No he didn't emotion show any either, emotion yeah. himself. Outward emotion. Um, but and like the crowd did. They were well on. Like the crowd really. <laughs> they got it going. Like absolutely. But then it just got boring for them after a while. People just got. Sick and tired of walking back to the 18th, walking back to 17, like no one knew what was going on. Yeah, it's hard work. Even so, though there's no laying up lads, like went back to their hotel room or se- whatever, they said it was impossible. They were on site, said it was impossible to track back and forth, 17 and 18 doing it. It's like being at a Ryder Cup. Yeah. It's literally impossible to follow a Ryder Cup there. Like it's a TV spectacle and that's it. Yeah. TV exhibition, as we're saying. TV say. exhibition, yeah. <laughs> But, um... It was brilliant. It, like the playoff was brilliant. The tournament itself was just. I, 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 Shane Lowry summed it up really well. Like Lowry had a right go after his round. Yeah, he really just called it out and said, "Listen, it's, I don't enjoy golf like that. Three rounds, twenty one under par leading. It's like it's a putting competition. It's a driving range and putting competition. Pretty much what he said. Yeah. Now he sort of backed off it a little bit as people start prodding him and. Um, he just said, "If I have like, if I play the front nine and level par, I'm gonna plummet down the leaderboard." Yeah, and like, exactly. And it's not his style it. of golf. He's a grafter. He's a grinder. Yeah. Um, not his style of golf. Still, I'm sure he's happy with a week off now between now and Wentworth. Don't think you his appetite was too uh, stoked up for Eastlake. He East didn't want to play next week. No. no. Um, he said he was chuffed with his round afterwards, like bogey free seven on sixty five, wasn't it? He had to finish. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I had more on Cantley and Bryson, but just on Lowry, I guess. Um, like you, well, like we've said all along that we think he's a shoe in for Ryder Cup now, but he's not a shoe in anymore automatically. Like, no, it's it's getting a lot tighter than any of us thought. Your man, so Nosferatu on Twitter. I don't know if he's that's a Pokemon or something. So I, I have no idea. <laughs> he's good at stats. Yeah, anyway. he's a Nasu stats guru on Twitter or whatever. So it turns out if Wiesberger finishes top 15, I actually thought he needed a better result in Italy this week, he could kick Rory out of the European points list, which then in turn has a knock-on effect. It kicks Lowry out of the world's points list. But there's also a scenario that could be triggered with if Perez or Mikliotti win in Italy, the same thing's going to happen. 
So he, Lowry's by no stretch of the imagination guaranteed that ninth spot, even though, yeah, in my head he kind of was last week, but he's definitely not. But in terms of picks, like you have Sergio and Poulter looking nailed on. Sergio had a great week. We can talk a bit about him if we want. Yeah. And then the third spot, like Lowry's head and t- shoulders above anyone for that third spot if you're going on consistency this season. Big time. No, Lowry's ahead of any of the lads that you're looking to pick in there, like your Justin Roses or your... Your boy uh, Noren had sense, another top yeah. ten, but um, not enough. I think he, that he I think that was his chance. He bogeyed well. the last, yeah, yeah, which is a pity. Yeah. Uh, not many people played their way in, you know. That's why you have to like Sergio has played his way in. Uh, only two guys made it from outside the thirty to play in. Sergio's one of them. The other one, Eric Van Ryan, like what a month he has had. Mm. Like he literally outside the top one, two, five before the Baltus roll or whatever he won there, like a. You know, one of the secondary events, like yeah. what Seamus Power won. Yeah. And um, wins that from outside the top, one, two, five, secures the card, and now has played his way the whole way to Eastlake. Into the top 30, yeah. It's very hard to do. John Ram come out with some interesting statements going, it, it's not, it kind of defeats the whole purpose of having a season-long race if guys can just play their Jump way the into end. it, like a two weeks of form, a month of form at the right time, and you're literally into the top 30. Like, that opens up a lot of things for Eric Van Rooyen. He's, like, pretty much into all the majors and yeah. into anything worth thinking but, about, whereas a month ago, he'd no PGA Tour card. Yeah. But, you like, you can see, like, the product is set that way because, like, you want to reward... Like, if you were to reward John Ram's consistent year going into a playoff or whatever... Yeah, it's over. Call it. Yeah, it's over before it starts. Yeah. So you have to kind of backload it with points and stuff. It's easy for Ram to say, but you're like, why does John Ram care about the FedEx? I know, yeah, It yeah. makes no difference to him whatsoever. Well, it does seem we're all in Ryder Cup mode now, though. It's Big like, time. even though there's so much at stake with all this, guys, players as well, like, you know, the money's like, it's a given. It's there, they're all getting bonuses, they're all in this, but like, they're all sizing up Ryder Cup, especially with so much undecided on the American side. Yeah. Like that they've literally got half their team to pick, so they're all jostling. Like, you know, Phony Tino still isn't in. There's a good few guys. Phony Tino's going to get in because he's such a lovely He'll fella. probably win this week. Yeah, he could easily win this week, but just the fact that he's a nice person, because they yeah. are few and far between on that American team. Yeah. Like, you need lads that are going to play with people. He, he you need lads that are going to talk to people, talk, not just Yeah, play with never them. mind play. That's it. Like, as you said, Whatever Bryson said, like, stop walking Patrick, that was probably the only word exchanged the whole round. Well, like, for the next, like, like, six holes of the playoff and the last. never a good shot, good swing, good drive, no. good putt, nothing. Like, no. hardly looked at each they other. They don't even look, yeah. But, yeah, so they're, like, who do, like, who do you play Bryson with? The only person I can think of is Patrick Reed because he play with anyone. Yeah, I just... Like, I don't see anyone else who likes him on the tour. It's, yeah, it's tricky. Like, I saw, there was so much Bryson debate on... Like social media and stuff, like why, why doesn't he have the popularity that he thinks he should have, and different things like that? And it's basically just because he is who he is. Like he's an absolute douche. Every time he has a chance to prove himself, or any any time he had, like there's a moment of independent thought, Bryson will reveal something about himself that very few people agree with. But then the other part of me is like, so some like got absolutely roasted. Another ESPN fella for calling Bryson a Trump-loving Fox News-watching anti-vaxxer. Um, <laughs> and basically people were like, well, what does it matter, like his political opinions and what he watches and about the vaccine and this and that. But it's very hard to separate that from the sportsman. Like, I agree that most people, like when Tiger Woods is winning, 
you don't care how many times he's cheated on his wife. Like, you want to just... Yeah, yeah, there's goal. double standards or whatever. Yeah, but you're always... Like, you have to... If you think that way, you're always going to have it in the back of your mind that, well, this person... Like, I disagree on it, with him on everything. But, yeah, he plays golf well. You're never going to like him. Like, you maybe you'll appreciate his golf. And that's where I am with him. Like, I appreciate his golf and all he does for the game and how he's changed in the game. I think he draws more kids to the game than anyone these days. Like, he is the draw. Yeah. But beyond that, would I ever want to have a beer with Bryson DeChambeau? Never. Like, yeah, no, he's, he's like, off the golf course, he might as well be dead to us. Yeah. But on the golf course, he, he does what he does. No, but every week now seems to be a Bryson week. But do you know what? He's backing it up. Or Like, he could have easily won last week. He could have easily won this mm. week. Um, You know, he is the danger man, even though he's starting a few shots behind Cantley going in. You would look at him around Eastlake as the danger man. Like, um, Big time No you would And I think Even for Ryder Cup Like he's going to be fascinating Like it, he'll have the crowd On his side And yet I wouldn't be surprised To see him kick out An American fan For yeah. a Colin Brooksy Like <laughs> that could easily happen He could he could play with Brooksy He could uh, Well I was thinking that Because like He was a Hal Sutton In 2004 He picked I was there That was my first Ryder Cup Really I was at that Yeah he picked and Tiger and Phil To go yeah. out first You know what he said In the press conference It was hilarious They're strong as old rope <laughs> And then need to come back in afterwards. Uh, I don't know who beat it. I think it was Monty. It could have been Monty Har- and Harrington. Harrington did, yeah. Monty and Harrington took them to the cleaners. Uh, straight well, like, back how in. How did you pick like two know, lads yeah. who despise each other? And that's the same logic. With Mickelson that week was like that was when he he'd literally just changed golf clubs. He had moved from Titleist to Callaway, I think, that week, like the week before. New golf ball, new everything, and he was on a different golf course practicing. wasn't even with the team. Yeah, so like Jesus this Christ. sort of infighting is not new to Team America, World Police. They're no, they're constantly it's not. They're con- every Ryder Cup. There is niggle. They're individuals. They're this, but still, they they they're they're very dangerous going into this Ryder Cup. The way their team is shaping up, they're very dangerous anyway because they always have twelve singles. And they're like, do you know year. what I like? They're like Tyrone. You just don't know what <laughs> exactly is going on in the camp. Yeah, I, like you know, they're just. Cute. They've taken cute tourism, as Pat has said, to another <laughs> level. Oh man, Kerry absolutely didn't show up for the big occasion there. Now, in fairness, oh, well, let's not get into it. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> don't get me going. But um, yeah, like it's it's a hard one to get built up for now. Looking into tour championship, yeah. Um, like we're saying, we're already in Ryder Cup mode. But like, does this work? 10 under par, like Cantley, 8 under Fino, 7 under Bryson, 6 under Ram. You know, like, I, 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 I'll, I'll probably watch the final round of it. You know, I'll keep going along. Yeah. You just hope for the leaders to drop back a bit. Or even if someone goes some mad. Like, yeah. Like, it, it's, it's just, they have it too heavily weighted. Yeah. Tougher golf course as well. It's going to, like, the, no one even, like, everyone was under par this week. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, it's fr- like what like should be a FedEx event? Like that's too easy. Seventy odd players. Even Phil Mickelson yeah. was under par. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> I scraped at a one under. Um, but it was a bloodbath, like on the golf course. Like they literally took it to pieces, and like mud balls everywhere, bad weather or whatever. It was a putting competition. Like it, there's no. Like Rory was at the top. It's driving range golf. Like, there's no better driving range golfer. As you said, there was no better driving range golfer. <laughs> but there is no better driving range golfer in the world than Rory McIlroy. And, like, he showed little signs, but again, he threw in one loose round this week that cost him. And, 
like on a course like that that's just tailor made for know, his game. But you can't. I just can't give out about Rory this week. Twenty two under still like four place. But he never contended. And it's flipped now in a way. But so many people didn't contend who had good weeks. It's again, yeah, but it's the Rory double standard. Yeah, but it's it's just a perfect golf course for Rory. No, I agree. Um, he went in there. He was jaded. He was tired. God, we Stop. put that article up. I've never seen a man get so much abuse for saying <laughs> he's tired. You're not allowed to be tired. You're a rich man. You're not allowed to be tired you're when you're rich. 30, 30 weeks a year. Yeah. So all go, you're being nagged. I can't imagine how many times Roy Roy's being nagged away from the course to do this and that, and like having yourself under such scrutiny and all. I'd imagine it's tiring. And, and then you add that the last two years, like married, misses, kids. New kid doesn't even have a like, nanny. Yeah, it's like it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Needs uh, to get on Mrs. Doub for get her involved. <laughs> get Monty out. Yeah, exactly. To mind your kids. <laughs> oh, the poor kid. Um, but no, I was saying like I put it on Twitter last night. Like Rory's Europe's like a hundred percent now. There's no doubt about it. Second most informed player behind John Ram going into this Ryder Cup, and he's gonna be like it'll be on Rory to have like a three point week for Europe to have kind of any chance. Like obviously you need your big games players to perform, and we were also saying beforehand, if like the Ryder Cup wasn't a Whistling Straits, and if they put it at this Caves Valley bloody course, I don't know how much money they were putting up to get that this week and like sell their brand. They were really ramming it down people's throats. But that's the kind of golf course where America would destroy Europe. Absolutely, that's what talking about absolutely bomb and gouge. That's it. Just but no trouble whatsoever. Yeah, like Whistling Straits really levels the playing field, and it'll. Perfectly suit Shane Lowry. Like it's exactly a Shane Lowry golf course. It's close enough to Kiowa, but they won't have it set up like that. This is the thing: course setup, like that course last night. They just need to narrow it in, and it's yeah, like or don't make it longer, make it shorter, like some of the holes. Just yeah. but Harrington said, like, there's only so much tricking up that Stricker's going to be able to do with a course. Like, yeah, wider fairways or whatever, but it's still yeah. There's lots of run out areas and, and sandy areas. Yeah. They won't be hitting off perfect fairways if yeah. they miss. The fairways, that's the, the thing. Like, whereas, yeah, it'll be an interesting one. Um, on Rory, just for his disappointing week, so he banks what, 450 grand. He's up to 16th on the FedEx. Now, this is a man who's having a terrible season. We've written his obituary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he's earned so much money. Went to the garage, started a week, pulled out his old driver, three wood putter. The spider really worked for me. He looks so much more comfortable. Big time. Putting with it. He's thrown two golf clubs in successive weeks now. He's lost his tree with the week before, and then this week he hurled some kind of a mid iron. Did you see that? Yeah, about fifty yards up a fairway. Kind of, I like it. The double cross. It's not like the Tyrrell Hatton really like privileged, spoiled brat kind of tantrum. Rory is, I think, genuinely getting somewhere now, and he is frustrated. Like he, <laughs> he's. He's. I'm, I'm really. I'm. I'm rooting for Rory. I, I so think am he's I. Get, I think. I know you are. I know you are. But I think he is. He's actually finding something but like it's a bit of a pain in the arse because like next week's tour has Ryder Cup and then we're not going to see but him tour again tour players really Gip can you imagine if he opens with like 63 64 mm. which he's done before oh he could comfortably do it like he won this from I think he started off at 5 under in 2019 yeah 2018 or 19 I think it was 19 he started on 5 under so like 5 off the lead he's now 7 off is he 8 off he's starting off at 2 under yeah so 8 off Cantley Knowing that he's going in to bird, like it suits him, it actually helps him get the start. And he likes, he's good feeling around the place. He likes, imagine Rory McIlroy won the FedEx Cup from there. Ah, 
Like, and then you're going to have to talk about this disastrous season again. He I know. probably banked about, like, literally oh. 25 million quid yeah. for the season. But, like... Actually, there's lads that didn't want him on the Ryder Cup team there in our comment section earlier in the week. And he shoots, what's he shoot? Open day, 64. And then someone, like, first coming on, he's going to have to find his golf game or something like that after shooting a 64. <laughs> Larry used to shoot 64 and that. You're mad, like, he'd have him in his president of the country. It's unbelievable, the double standards. But yeah, I think he's going to have a big a big tour championship. Then I guess he's probably not going to play until Ryder Cup. Yeah, well, it's only a few weeks, really, of Two a break. Three, yeah. so he's not. I don't think he's any ambition of going to Wentworth, anyway. Absolutely not, no. <laughs> yeah. no. He went once after the breakup, won the tournament, when <laughs> Caroline threw him out. That was it. <laughs> he tailed between the legs to the European Tour. Uh, that was the yeah, best thing that ever happened to him. And then he won majors. He won two majors after that. Yeah, that bounce back factor. Yeah, uh, we can He has a kid now. We can't not suggest anything. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. Eric, if you're listening, no, don't, don't. No. And it's don't. Poppy's birthday today as well. Exactly. Yeah, beautiful things for Rory. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 in two minds. I probably you know I I'm finding it very hard to get my head around the whole FedEx. And I know it's the second or third year they've done it, but it just doesn't make sense. Even the rankings, like how they work it out afterwards, like you can win the tournament and not win you know you could win the tournament strokes wise if you take away all of the handicapping system they're putting in place and giving people shots and um, finish like 6th or 7th but still get all the world ranking points but not the bonus points yeah it's like they're trying to figure it out themselves by the looks of things like it just doesn't work even the like poor old Nick Doherty and Sky Sports trying to drum up hype about like KH Lee or whoever was around like the 30 like top 30 buffer or whatever like that, as if we're meant to care that someone's season is coming to an abrupt end having won $3 million. Like, it's impossible. Um, I did, like, I listened to the No Laying Up lads. They were saying, like, the, they actually like the fact that the FedEx comes in at this time of year, that over there in terms of TV and stuff, you'd have, like, NFL and different things to compete with it, and they just would never get the viewership figures that they get at this time of year. So it kind of has to be in this slot. But last night did a lot, like the week before I was talking about being like golfed out, golf fatigue. It is too much. Yeah, but yet last night was the most enjoyable game of golf that I'd seen really, like in a long time. I can't remember, the Genesis was a great tournament. Like apart from that regular PGA Tour event, I don't think it's, it's grabbed me like last night. Like I didn't want to go to bed. I didn't Kia want to was, Kia for me. For a major, yeah, yeah, yeah. Savage. Oh yeah. Just course, just, because I remember every hole, whereas there's not many, there's not many PGA Tour stops that you remember the actual course and not just the the scores and the players and stuff like yeah. that. Whereas, like you know, Riviera earlier on this year, I remembered bits. Yeah. You know, it's like it's it's just. But yeah, we're we're getting lost in this one. But yeah, I don't know any other takes from PGA Tour this week. From no, from not really. No, it just sets up everything really nicely for Ryder Cup. I think, and it's nice. We haven't had a Ryder Cup in what three years? Yeah. Like I'm just I'm I'm very excited about Ryder Cup. I think that, and I'm more excited that it's in America than I am Europe because I think it's going to be such a nuts. It'll atmosphere. be a cauldron, yeah, yeah. Oh. And no, literally, there'll be probably one percent European fans. Yeah, um, it's it's just hard to get into America. You can't get in. You have to get special visas. I know the media guys are still struggling with their visas at the U.S. Embassy and stuff like that. Like you have accreditation for the tournament, but. No visa to get into America, yeah. yeah. There's still, there's enough of them over there, I think, to make a bit of noise. But, yeah, just just excited now about that. I can't wait. Hopefully, we have two Irishmen and a captain. Exactly. Exactly. Um, European Tour. 
Yeah, well, I guess this just kind of runs into Ryder it's Cup chat Ryder again. Cup chat, yeah, it's yeah, just, that's all we have at the minute, really, isn't it? I felt like great Rasmus Hodgard. I hope that's how you pronounce his name. But that's close third win, like he's only 20, 21 years of age. 20. Third win in the European Tour, like phenomenal. Yeah, proper, proper player. But like this just came out of nowhere. Now he finished really, really well. Like uh, I don't know what you're watching or did you see? Like it was totally unexpected to win. But he just kept grafting, like he finished birdie, eagle, birdie, par, par, birdie. Yeah. Like, I and still at that, he was a couple of shots off, or he was a shot behind. And then you just did not expect burnt cheeseburger to do what he did. <laughs> like, you just don't expect it. Like, he tanks the ball. He yeah. absolutely tanks the ball. The last hole in Cron at altitude is 407 or 8 yards. And he ends up with a double bogey when he knows a par would get him. Like a par would literally have hit the self-destruct button on the Ryder Cup team. Like you were saying, like get yeah. him in on the European list, knock McElroy out. He uses his world list and then knock Shane out. Knock Shane out. And then like you're giving Harrington serious things, but he doubles it. Like he literally pushed his tee shot into the bunker. Literally, like he hacked it out of the bunker, like just duffed it into a hazard. Didn't get up and down, double bogey. And that's it. Hodgard wins. Yeah, I like. There's no coming back from that for me. If I'm like Harrington, considering a pick or whatever, like the only way he gets in now is automatic. You'd be so close to getting. I know automatic. that's the dodgy. And thing. this boils back to the importance of. I know Shane is coming, and like he is playing solid. He's playing well, but like two the week before last, his final round could cost him. Could cost a lot of different things. He he's definitely going to be in the team, but it's going to cost someone else yeah. that we would like to be at the Ryder Cup. Yeah, well, like if, I guess if Eastberger wins this week, like fair play to you, or if he wins one of the next two and you're earning it that way, that European points list is a bit of a backdoor considering these like the world beaters just aren't playing on it really for the most yeah. part. Um, yeah, I like just an awful way to finish. I presume. Like, he shot the bed there. Like, he knows what's on the line. It was surprising as well. Like, he comes across a fairly emotional yeah. golfer. Yeah. And he's he's won plenty. Like, there was no real obvious reason for it, but just that pressure, Ryder Cup. Stenson, kind of, if you're talking about, again, Ryder Cup picks another top five finish, but kind of same logic for me and with him. Like, he had a great chance there last week and doubles the 16th. Like, if they're, like, ignoring as well, bogeying on the last. Like, these lads, when you're... You want lads rising to that challenge and not the opposite. But like all this being said, I think it means Justin Rose is particularly vulnerable. Yeah, he, he is the weakling. He said that playing. last week. He, and he he's just not link. playing golf. But he's not. Yeah, he's not <laughs> playing at all. Yeah. Like, so, um, like, so like where are you at now? Like if if Larry's in automatic, who's your three? If Larry gets in automatic, yeah. I would... Um, I would probably bring Stenson over Rose. Yeah. To be honest. Last week I was all like Alex Noren, you'd have to look at him. I mean, you still would have to consider him, but yeah, like Sergio and Poltz are, Poltz are picks, guaranteed. And that's it. The only thing is if, obviously, if Lowry gets gazumped by like Perez or um, Perez, Perez or Weisberger, then. And it's Migliotti as well, apparently, could snake it. Like if him or Perez, like. That would like be a no, disaster. Yeah, no if, disrespect if to either. No. But like. Perez is in shocking form, and yeah. and Guido, yeah, that'd be a, Jesus, it'd be a big jump. Guido, save himself, save yourself for Italy, Guido. Yeah, you'll have a home Ryder Cup in a few years. 
Ah, he's a passionate Italian stallion. Like he will be class eventually. But yeah, I'd feel Jesus. I'd feel bad now if something like that. Like we're vulnerable enough as it is. I reckon with our middle order, the way things are, it's gonna be it. Like we're so whatever about being underdogs at the Gulf National. I think it's kind of worse again. It's the middle order, like you said a few weeks ago. Yeah, just they've gone. Like I I actually haven't heard Lee Westwood's name mentioned in a month. No, Matt Fitzpatrick. I hear more about Billy Foster than I do Matthew Patrick. <laughs> That's the truth. Oh, stuff, I know. No, it is, it's scary. But, so. like, it's it's golf any given week and all that. You just hope these lads will perform for Harrington. Dropping down and away from European Tour Challenge Tour, we had a really good week, Howie. Yeah, well, we just uh, were talking about it last week, how like these people are just coming out of nowhere. Every week there's going to be an Irishman in contention. This time it was Howie. Said he hit a great putt in regulation play on the last for the win, um, but that it hit something, he reckons. So he was in a playoff, four-man playoff. So he shot 65 on the Saturday. He reckons it was the best he's played all year. He shot 63 at Fancourt, but he said it was much trickier and stuff. Um, but he just said that this, like, given the standard and stuff in Challenge Row, he reckons everyone just hits the ball miles. Playoff holds a par five. The three boys go for the green and two. He lays up and doesn't hit a good wedge. So it makes party all the three of them make birdie and like that's curtains. Um, but it was kind of one of those weeks where he's able to compete. Like the winning score was eleven under. Um, he says when it gets to like these twenty four under par things, like it's just not his golf. He can't compete with that. Um, but it's yeah, it's a huge week for him. So he wins twenty grand for a start. But like most important, he's up like thirty places to twenty six in the road to Mallorca. There's seven events left before the grand final in Mallorca. That's in November. But like he's six places off top twenty, top twenty to get the European tour card. Basically out of nowhere. He's Yeah, he's, he's now there. Out. Like I don't know how he still has the hunger, like he's five time European tour winner. Like I said before, he's like two years ago he rocked up until Farris at a Euro Pro event just to get reps in. Like yeah. he's just a golf anorak. He just wants to play golf. He just he 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 can't let it go. He can't accept if things are dwindling a little bit. He just works on it, works on it, works on it. He's, and he's young enough, though. Like, 42 is is young in my book for golf. Like, he should by right have another few years in the tank. If he, like, if the hunger's there, as you say. Last year, he was bloody a courier for DHL for a few months when he was in lockdown, couldn't play. He reckons that's given him a bit of an appreciation for it because he did say... Because he knows what he doesn't want to do. Well, he knows how to... Re- yeah, the other side lives, exactly. But And also, like, he had said that he felt like he'd almost retired at that point, that, like, it didn't look like Challenge Tour was going to have much of a schedule this year and it's not sustainable. But, yeah, like, making 20 grand for that, like, you'd have to do a lot of packing there in DHL and a lot of delivering to make that. Um, Another four rounds for Robin Dawson as well, which is really he, good. Yeah, it is good. Like, he's definitely... He's trying and like there's there's good golf in there and he's playing better, but it wasn't four rounds strung together. Like there was there was a dud in there and like once you're going down outside top twenty, you're not really making bank. It is it is good to see that he's making cuts and that's promising and stuff. But again, I don't know how status is going to work. Like there's only so many years you can. And they're deliver. just not taking the like going back actually to. Um, the Omega Masters the, on the European Tour, like round Leicester, he had a really good opening round yeah, and still missed the cut. Like, you have to be... Ah, you have to make the cut. You have to be taking advantage. Like, he's very, very lucky to be getting these invites, you know? Yeah. Um, Big you know, time. And, you, like, like, and it's an unexpected one. Again, it's 
a Rory McIlroy invite by the looks of it. Two, you know, exactly. Omega sponsor Rory, they main host this event and they just get the Hermitage man in and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Jobs for the boys. Um, but you can even see it this week at European Tour. Um, like it's Italian Open. Like Niall Carney's had a good year. He's not in the field. Paul Dunn's down the list um, of reserves not going to get in. So, like, these are boys who've achieved a fair bit already on the tour rank and starts. So, the lads, yeah, the likes of Dawson, like, Ron Les, he's really only starting out at the worst possible time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's tough. You have to, it's it's brutal. It's ruthless. Simple as that. On the ladies, were you watching? Did you watch the Curtis Cup? Yeah, I saw a fair bit of Lauren Walsh, which was good. Um, just a t- classic, like, once America in a sniff in a, a singles in that kind of competition, they're just next level. The second morning, like, it was the first first day, like, GB and I wiped the floor. Yeah. They done really well. Yeah, oh, 100%. Um, but then, just the second second day, once the, like you said, once the Americans got a sniff of blood, that was it. Yeah. Frenzy. I, so many, like, top-ranked amateurs in that US team, in fairness. It's a good experience, again, for Lauren. She's had an amazing month. Um, like, obviously, making the cut at the Open was huge for playing in that. She'll go back to... Um, Wake Forest and probably win again a couple of times and she has that perfect pathway to follow now that like Leona and Steph have paved the way and Olivia Mahaffey's into the next stage of Q school like that there's definitely conveyor belt with the women now even like more obvious than the men I reckon um, and then like you have the likes of Beck Coulter who was second at the girls amateur she's going over to Arizona State following Mahaffey's footsteps like that's just going to be a continuous thing now for Irish women's golf, which is class. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, I guess, like, Leona, obviously, with Solheim this week. Yeah, now, and that's, It's more, like, just getting young girls playing golf and having these people to reach for and aspire to, which is just just great. Can't really... I'm can't actually really looking play. forward to Solheim big time. Like, looking at the two teams, they're well-sized up, and it's just a perfect time. It gets us in the mood for this us against the Yanks mentality as well. Like, it gets Team Europe going. I'm, I'm really looking forward to Solheim. Yeah, big time. It'll be interesting to compare. Um, obviously, the volume's got to be different crowd-wise, but even just some of the, the ba-ba-booey heckling and stuff, I, I wonder if it's going to exist. You'd hope there's a bit of bad blood over there because <laughs> I'd imagine that Leona would love it. Like, you'd thrive off it and stuff. Like, it, it will be a She's much- like our Patrick Cantley. She's just... Ah, oh, absolutely, yeah. I don't yeah, I was gonna emotionless. Say, yeah, I was gonna say dead inside, but that's not what I mean. No, no but she is just a, like a machine. Um but no, that's gonna be yeah, it'll be class. It's definitely gonna be a much friendlier affair. Um but I think that's more to do with the ego of the men as opposed to anything else. Like the standard of golf is gonna be super high and yeah, it's kind of always hard to win on away soil, but who knows? Um, closer to home as well, away from the tour stuff, I was up covered on Friday last week, the Irish PGA region, PGA in Ireland, were at the K Club for the CFM Group Pro-Am up there, which was, I've, I, you know, I've, if you haven't been to the K Club in a few years, you really got to visit the place, it is unbelievable the money that has been spent to take that resort, like it was a bit dated, it was getting a bit dated, it was... You know, there were some things that haven't been looked at in years, but what the new owners have done there is literally a different level. They've changed, like, the course is unbelievably good, but the facilities, clubhouse range, everything, everything has just got a facelift, and it looks pristine. You really got to... 
Um, you really got to have a look if you haven't been there in a while. Well, I like they've spent a lot of money, but I heard it's um, what I've heard. Like I've been there, but it is a lot more welcoming. Like it doesn't Massively. feel like that Celtic Tiger exclusive. Like it, obviously, it's still the K Club, and it always will be. But sometimes you step foot in there, and it's like oh, I don't feel like I should be here. Like, yeah, it, no, it's not like that at all. No, it's really and it, like it helped the other day. Like you there, it's like it was like being in Florida. The, oh, the weather, the weather was, was spectacular yeah. on Friday, but on the golf course as well. Um, like it just played really, really tough. It it does. It's a tight, tough golf course. It's a proper design. Like it really is good. And now there's a few quid thrown into it aesthetically. It looks really good and it played really well. And I think only seven, eight guys broke par. Yeah. Um, on the event itself. So Timmy Rice came out and won. He shot a four under sixty eight and won by a couple of shots. Um, from Conor O'Rourke and a couple of those in behind Simon Thornton. So yeah, it was it was really really good. And Timmy then keeping like buses, they just come. So yesterday in Malahide, then as well, he put in another sixty eight and uh, won that one as well. So back to back wins on the the PGA circuit. And anyone that knows Tim knows he's a bit of a, a fiddler of stuff. So I was chatting to him last night. I was like, surely you've come out with a different swing thought or different something. And he goes, yeah, I actually changed my putter in between. So. He shoots 68 wins and is looking at his bag to change something <laughs> and changes his putter just because. Yeah, as well for some, isn't it? That's yeah. unbelievable. It is like the buses on that tour. Like Simon had a second win at Mount Temple, broke Shane Lowry's course record there with a 66. And obviously it sounds like he came close again at the K-Club. I guess once you get in a stretch of form, um, in his case, as you said, he doesn't even practice. So like yeah. you're, you're in that form kind of for whatever span you have it and then it's gone. Hard to gauge, but no, that's deadly. The K Club sounded class. It sounded like greens were lightning quick, yeah. and it was very it, like, similar setup. It was kinda. similar setup to our modest event we had last year. Yeah, that sort of shootout, shootout thing that we had. It was much, very, very similar setup. So it was class. Oh, brilliant! Very good. Um, yeah, there was a few other things. I guess just to round up, Castle Troy Scots Cup. Castles Rob Moran won that. That was on yesterday. They had some field for that. Yeah, really good, wasn't it? Um, Proper field. Yeah, I don't know. Like they're just catching up on golf, are they? Like there doesn't feel like there's been a huge amount for the elite amateur lads to play in. I guess with the East being cancelled and things like that, they need things to play in. Which, by the way, I don't know if for Laos it is. I think it's an absolute joke. Um, I don't know the science behind it, but um, the fact that you can't move that to a different golf course just because there's a double book and we can't be allowed or whatever. It sounds like with the West, they've moved it from County. They moved to Ennis Ground, did they, from County Sligo for a couple of years when there was work being done? Yeah. I don't see the whole, the, like those counties allowed uh, on the east of Ireland. Like, is that is that what we're dealing with? I've, easy, Tiger, easy. Now. I don't you're, know. Like, you're messing with fire there. <laughs> you get, no, no, no. No, I agree. It should go ahead. It should go ahead. If County Loud couldn't facilitate it, it should be somewhere else. Yeah, I just don't see how that's a difficult swap. I'm sure C point next door would have loved to have it. Yeah, there you go. But like, it's like just for the sake of the tournament. Like, why was if you're going through the record books in twenty years time and twenty twenty one, there was no East Island. Why not that year? Ah, uh, double booking. <laughs> like, it's like COVID twenty twenty no, double booking twenty twenty. Book, yeah, yeah, like it's not a good enough excuse. Um, yeah. but anyway, yeah, I've uh, I've digressed. Um, continent of Europe won the Jack Leglise hammered. GB and I, 16 and a half, 8 and a half. Um, Josh Hill was the only Irish lad playing in that. 
Um, beyond that, we had Ulster women and the Connacht men winning the Interpros at Shannon. The Connacht men, now that was a proper, like they've only won it twice before this week. Is that it? I yeah. actually didn't know that. They've never, like they haven't, I think it's been 10, 11 years like uh, since since they won one. Joe Lyons, in fairness to him, played some proper golf. And that was his last, like he'd said before it, I'm stepping down, I'm moving away from it, that's it. That was his last hurrah and uh, yeah. It, it was great to see. He'll be back. It was no, he won't. No? He'll be back as a manager. I'd say he's okay. coached them, but um, no, it was a proper. It was it was just a real. You know, we were in Bill Murray mood last week. It was a Cinderella story. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully he's gone now. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but no, that's kind of it for the roundup. Um, I'm sure we've missed something along the way, but it was it was great to see. I thought Curtis Cup got really good coverage for for the bits I saw. Um, that's going to Sunningdale. It's on 2024. Um, but yeah, beyond that, I guess it's just yeah, looking forward to Solon Cup this week and whatever else you have before Heroes and Villains. No, let's rock on to Heroes and Villains. <sighs> let's start slating people. Yeah, have we not already done that? Yeah, we've not proper slating people now. I don't think I've enough people to slate. Um, my, I'm going to go Hero. Will I go Hero? Go for it. Tiger Woods. It hasn't been seen lately. Just cause. Just, Just cause. cause. Yeah, well, I saw that video of him doing the Happy Gilmore swing. I was like, Jesus, he's recovering well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whenever that was filmed, I don't know. But it was 25 years yesterday since his tour debut. And it, there was that um, brilliant interview where Curtis Strange was kind of doing the rounds on Twitter, which oh. I'd only seen once before. It's um, cringy. Oh, man, it's good, though. I you'll, like, you'll learn. Yeah, exactly. Learn. That's just it. like Tiger looking at him going, I'm going to gut you. <laughs> the second this camera's gone, I'm, go- I'm on it's you. I'm going to so kill you. It's so good. It's so, like, it's such a, like, yeah, Curtis Strange is like, God, you're, you're do you a not conky think, guy. Yeah, do you not <laughs> like, think second is good sometimes? No. No, exactly. Like, he's like, second sucks and third's even worse. That's what I tell my dad and Strange says. But on the tour, like, that, like second can be good. Third can be good sometimes. Tiger's like, I want to win. Uh, that's just my nature, and as you say, yeah, it's you, the you learn. You'll learn. You'll and learn. it's like, and everyone's like 20 years old. I, I think Curtis learned. That didn't age well. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, but no, fair play to Tiger. Like, as much now as Bryson is the the needle mover or whatever now, like, it would be so good to have Tiger. I'd love, like, imagine Tiger and Bryson in the Cantley Bryson scenario last night. It would be just incredible to watch. Um, well, we lived it in 2019, though. The Masters that was yeah, and they all they will sit on their tiger at the twelve spectacular. Yeah. Like it, it is the it will be one of the greatest living memories of golf that we'll all have. Tiger coming back like that and doing what he did, hundred percent. And on just seeing course. the likes of Molinari and Kefka lads that you wouldn't have thought Holter would, and all that yeah, just crumble. Yeah, finding water on twelve. And just like a, a nod to the goat as well, his putter sold his backup Scotty. Did you see, see that? that? Yeah, no, I'm actually <clears throat> I buy a bit of stuff off the site. It used to be green jack well, and options. Didn't, you didn't buy this I didn't putter. buy this putter. No, I seen there was a couple of putters on it, but like I think that's the second time they've sold that putter. Really? Yeah, they sold it before. It went for like quarter of a million. It's up like three hundred odd thousand this time. Three hundred ninety three grand. Like for a backup Scotty. Back, yeah, but it's his. Like he his used it. Yoke. Yeah, he used it. He practiced with it. It has that. You know, it's the German stainless steel model, whatever GSS on it, and Tiger stamped, and like it is a piece of history, but not three hundred and like, nearly four hundred thousand dollars. I'd say Rick from Pawn Stars would offer him fifty quid, <laughs> <laughs> like absolutely no chance. I gotta repackage that frame and sell it. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna cost a lot. Um, they sell some good stuff. 
They definitely do. Well, the, I think the most or like the highest paid thing for a golf thing could be wrong in this, but it's definitely up there. A Gary, jacket. Oh, uh, it was the jacket. This is the second. This is the second most. I just thought this was bizarre. Gary Player's 1974 Masters Trophy yeah. sold for over half a million. I don't that was the last like, auction. Why does anyone want that? Though? Ah, there's collectors out there will want all sorts of stuff. They 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 get their hands on some crazy memorabilia, like from players. So players would donate things to charities, and and then these boys end up like Ryan Carey and Bob Zafian own the company, and yeah. they they run the thing. And like the stuff they found, they find like they had they've sold plenty of green jackets, and they went to court with Augusta National a few times, like they were at loggerhead. So. They were called Green Jacket Auctions. What's it called now? It's uh, I don't New know. Age or something like that. I think it's called New Age. But yeah, it's... Uh, I just can't imagine they're ever wanting to buy someone's trophy and have it on my mantelpiece. But they're, and they're literally selling like millions upon millions of golf memorabilia. There was actually like Gareth Majimsey medals and stuff in the <laughs> same auction. Honestly, you should look at it. Gareth Majimsey's like North of Ireland medal and, and medals for... Um, GB and I stuff. I don't. I don't know. Is Garrett is giving his medals to someone and they're selling them? Like, but like for fifty quid, you could have bought like. Yeah, God. Uh, it's it's it doesn't bear thinking about like some of the stuff that gets sold and why they get sold. I know. Yeah, there's of, often some sad stories about someone's house being repossessed or something like that, and they've lost all their money in gambling or something. But yeah, that's all speculation. Um, but yeah, no, that's so. I think Tiger's my hero. I kind of like fair play to Cantley for beating Bryce, and that was pretty heroic as well. But um, yeah, do you have any heroes? Any anyone anyone to show some love for? I don't. I don't really this week. There's no heroes. There's no. But there are villains. Yeah, like there's always villains. I don't, no one really stood out this week. Like, yeah, we'll go with the, the RNA kind of actually last week. They abolished that readmissions policy at the Open. I yeah. thought that was a good move. Just in terms of good news, now I wouldn't say it's heroic, but I do like the idea of being able to leave and come back, and my ticket's still valid. I th- but the reasons why they did they ended that was because companies were um, buying up like the random everyday tickets that we'd have access to or fans that have access to, and companies were buying them and setting up their own corporate hospitality outside, and then scalping people with the, like selling corporate packages outside the tournament venue. Wheeler dealers, yeah. yeah. Rick from Pawnstars. There you go, Harry yeah. Redknapp. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there's no. I've no hero this week. I've not. I'm not even going to give it to Cantley, or I'm not going to give it to. No. Yeah. No, that's fair. It's just. Well, I'll, I'll give it to Tiger. I, it to I hope Tiger. you're doing well out there, Tiger. I know you're a big fan of the show. Villains. Yeah. Who do you got? I'm just get like we're bashing every week. We're bashing Bryson. But I just think, again, he was just contrary. I just don't like him. No. Well, he's not a likeable guy. Simple no. as that. He can't understand these. Even though he played spectacular golf, and he probably should be a hero for how he's performed and what he's done now, he's getting the villain vote again. Yeah. It's a hard one. Like I can't imagine Patrick Cantlay dislikes too many people in the world, but he definitely dislikes Bryson. And when you get that show, like... When your teammates don't like it as much as they don't like him. I'm waiting for someone to come out and be like, he's actually sound. He's actually a good dude. Like, Lowry even did that with Patrick Reed that time. He was like, I've played with Patrick Reed a couple of times. He's yeah. actually grand. Yeah. Um, but no one is defending Bryce. He's actually grand until he's in the rough. Yeah. Then he said, like, he's a man of his own. Then he's a horticulturist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, yeah, I guess 
Yeah, Bryson's kind of deserving, isn't he? You've no one else. You've no villains outside. Not really. I thought Mickelson was a bit outspoken um, with his pathetic slamming of the USGA um, about restricting driver lengths to 46 inches. But I kind of agree. Like... I don't know where he's standing on this it's whole a the distance debate, roll back the ball, all this. Like, where do you stop? Is my question. Like, when golf did, courses. They just need to look at the golf courses. What and re, like redesign them or make them shorter and tighter. Mm, well, like the traditional layouts that uh, did, we can't touch that were designed in seventeen forty six by. Yeah, but they're short enough. Just let let them grow. Let them let them grow. Wild. So you don't roll back the ball. You don't roll back equipment. No, I wouldn't roll back the ball. Like something does have to be done, but I wouldn't roll back the ball. Um, After watching last night and watching Bryce and how he was driving the ball and stuff like that, like it'd be very hard to all of a sudden here's a ball now, Bryson, but it's going to carry ninety yards less than that last one. Yeah, it's minus it's like crack. That's, yeah, minus crack. You you just loft. Ian Poulter is the right idea, and we went into this before. Loft is the way to counterbalance all of this. Just have a specific loft, and that's the most you can go. Like, if you were to give Bryson a, like double the loft on his driver, like take him from four and a half or five, whatever he's in, to like nine or ten degree driver, the man couldn't keep it on the planet swinging like that. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, the couldn't golf, keep it on the planet. Nobody could. Win the Nobody could. So loft. But sure, that's is that not minus crack as well though? No, because they can still like. McElroy is using a nine ten degree driver. DJ, they're all they're all in around that. So loft, take it back, and it just stops guys going as bananas as it is. And like I've even read some guys saying loft bracketing as well that you go, you know, the loft distance between your longest club and your shortest club, and have specific brackets. So if you want a if you want a sixty degree wedge, the most you can have is like twelve degrees in your driver. Mm. So you do it that way, and you just you there'd be a lot of strategy to that. Yeah, you pigeonhole them into lofts. Yeah, and I think that makes sense, and and that coupled with proper course selection and proper course setup, I think we'll be fine. We can't just keep lengthening golf courses because equipment's getting better. Um, equipment will always get better. Yeah, and rightfully so. It's an evolution. You know, there there are purists out there, and I'd be a golf purist. I like. I, I like techie things too. I like to let the equipment that are no, but I like. I like. I honestly think, yeah, it, there's a there's a much bigger responsibility on the course selection and setup. I don't enjoy what we were served this week. Just literally bludgeon birdie fest. There's no, like you're saying, there's no tactics to it. There's no, there's no, there's no definition to to what we were served up. Now it turned out really well in the end. We got a good playoff. We got. A good winner, and it was a good duel between the two lads, but the actual event itself. But the other thing about that is the weather has to play a part too. Mm. Like, and the weather, it was soft and there was no wind. And it, like, those lads just destroy anything that's put in front of them. And that's the combination. Yeah. Like, we have great links courses and stuff, but if it was a calm week, those lads wouldn't murder them. That they did. I remember Bally Bunyan before. I think it was 2002 or three. Irish Open went to Bally Bunyan, and like, they got. A pet week. Yeah. Patrick Shotland won it, I think. But it was like... The weather the defence. They like, took yeah. it to pieces. And that's what you don't want to see. No. So, it's anyway. It's not we've our, gone down some wormholes today. We've gone down some wormholes today. But no, all good. I'd like, we're all looking forward to the Solheim Cup. Um, really can't wish Leona and all the European team the best of luck. So, I'm sure everyone's behind them. It's all on Sky Sports all week as well. So, we actually do get to watch it properly. So... Yeah, now it's the big show in town. Best luck, Leona. 
Best luck, Rory, the Tour Championship. All right, perfect. Right, well, that's it for another week. Uh, cheers for tuning in, as always, folks. To keep up with all the latest golf news, visit irishgolfer.ie or visit us on any of our social channels at Irish Golfer Mag. Thanks again for tuning in and talk to you next week.